When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. All right, out there at uh, Sakers Acres. 6-5 now, Kellen, right, for the uh, for the uh, Les Habitants. That's right. Uh, second intermission out at Sakers Acres, 6-5. Habs alumni over Oilers alumni. But, of course, uh, the real winner tonight, uh, you know, is all the uh, charity and fundraising that they are doing, uh, you know, for all of the... Uh, the, the well, the, you got all this, the specifics there quickly. You know, go ahead and fill us in again yeah. with what it's so all it's, about. So uh, fight uh, against lung disease and funding lung health research via Alberta Lung and NWT and for the construction of Canada's first lung health and transplant recovery home called Breathing Space. So Very cool, yeah. Head to, uh, in, indeed, yes, uh, head to edmontonoilers.com and uh, the 50-50 is up until uh, 11 o'clock tonight. The Oil Kings down one nothing to the Saskatoon Blades. They're midway through the first period of play. Bakersfield Condors, the farm top farm team of the Edmonton Oilers, they are at home to the Colorado Eagles in American Hockey League play, and they are currently doing the uh, fancy dancy um, shoot shoot out thing skills whatever at the Bellagio, which uh, you and I, Callan, have determined they have pre-taped this probably it, last night because there is like no way closure room. Over. Yeah, this looks like a pre-tape. These, these <laughs> Twenty minutes ago, they're taking shots on NHL goaltenders, and now they're all look like they're showered and in their nice street clothes, wearing their jerseys. Yeah, I think this was taped. We've been duped. We have been duped. As pro wrestling fans, and this I'll be quick about this because I know we got Gene Principe in the wings here. Uh, as pro wrestling fans as you and I are, we are used to pre-tape segments and in the past year or so, pre-tape matches. So there's a certain look that you can see when you watch a event that's been uh, pre-taped or is not live, as as it were, on television. Uh, you know, the production value seems okay. a little too tight. It doesn't seem as spontaneous. <laughs> and I'm getting that vibe with this, so. All right. Okay, I'm not as upset now because you bring up brought in the wrestling analogy which i resonate a lot with um and i i like this individual as well and we I'm glad to have him back on the show it is gene principe of sportsnet gene nice to have you back on the show how you doing dave it's great how are you my friend i'm doing well uh the warm-up is happening in the city uh rain is threatening to fall uh <laughs> which sucks um but you know hey it's been one of those winters where kind of mirrors an oiler season and we'll uh we'll, we'll get to that in a moment but here we are at the all-star break and it's weird. It's weird because you're like, all right, the deadline is in three weeks and it's yeah. not, it's, it's just, it just feels like a, another weird season. But man, if you're, if you're the Oilers, man, the runway is clear for you. You got a shot here to really make your move. Yeah, I, I think the ice on my driveway is uh, thick enough to have, uh, have Connor and Leon come over. Uh, it, it's been a weird weather uh, 
system or systems between the minus 30 to the plus 10 to the melting and freezing. And uh, yeah, it's it's been that kind of season for the Oilers, right? Couldn't do anything wrong, nine and one, 16 and five. Um, you know, and then they couldn't do anything right, uh, plowing through a stretch of two wins in 15 games uh, in and around that time. Obviously, lots of uh, COVID protocols for so many people, including the head coach, including much of the coaching staff, I mm -hmm. think. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, Jim Playfair and Dustin Schwartz, I think are the only two of the coaches. And oh, well, knock on wood, Leon. Yeah, I'm uh, doing it right goalies. now. Here we go. There yeah, we go. Keep knock knocking, on wood. Keep knocking. It's empty in here. Uh, Chris Russell, it's, there's not many, you know, so let's hope that the, the worst has passed. And here they are, you know, they won one overtime goal against Ottawa and suddenly they've, you know, reeled off like six in a row. So, it, you know, it's it's hard, I know, for fans uh, and I'm sure the players too, when you're mired in that kind of a slump to stay positive, but you really, you really got to know that it is going to turn around especially with the team with this talent and you just got to hang on to that as difficult as it is uh, just like the players um but i think the fans go way up and way down uh, more yes. than the players you, you know they don't have that cliche you know don't make your lows too low and your highs too yeah. high because otherwise it's well you're a fan that's it that's what ends up happening and, and i love that about the fans because they're so Oh, detailed in their spirit for the team, but when things aren't going well, we, we hear about it. And uh, when it is going well, we hear about it as well. So they, they never stop loving their, their hockey team, but it's great now. They've just passed the midway point. Uh, they're, they're getting healthier. The goalie, Mike Smith, should be back. Uh, Miko Koskinen's been playing good. Tyson Berry just came back. I mean, Vander Kane slotted in nicely. Mm -hmm. So uh, lots, lots to like uh, once they get back and get going for real after the All-Star break. Yeah, it's almost a different team now. I mean, 16 and 5, they were different when they went through the 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 next tough stretch, uh, which included a seven-game losing streak. Uh, it was different, a lot of injuries, like you say, the COVID. Now Evander Kane is aboard. Uh, Zach Hyman's healthy. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is healthy. I mean, when you look on the on the lines, whoever tweets it, you're like, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is on the third line. Well. Yeah. If it works, go with yeah. it. And and I think Nuge and Hyman have been really good stories this week. Yeah, they, they seem to already have sort of a, I call it a clickability, right? They just sort of click, even though yeah. they, they really haven't spent a, a, a ton of time together, you know, between COVID protocols, uh, injuries uh, for Nuge, uh, and, and then just having Ryan usually on, on a wing, with Connor or Leon, but boy, they look great. And and I, I, I love that. You know, it's amazing to me how slotting in Evander Kane, or if you had slotted in someone of his similar abilities, seems to have I don't know how one guy changes three lines, but it seems like it's happened. You know, it, it, it's just kind of impacted everybody and everyone sort of shifts over. And it gives Dave Tippett, obviously, uh, opportunity to do something different. And and in particular with, with Connor and Leon, it seems like they've, you know, now that I think of it, they've been split up for quite a bit. I, mm -hmm. I don't remember the last time they played like a full game together, off and on here and there, but, but not full games. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that the consensus is that is the way to go uh, for this team, not only in the regular season, of course, but once the playoffs come to have these two superstars on, on different lines, 
with the idea if you've got a push late in a period or late in a series or late in a game that you've you've got that in your back pocket. But I, I really feel like they're they're set up for success here. You know, they're they're home uh, a, a good chunk of February anyways until the latter part when they take mm -hmm. off. They've got back to backs in California. So I'll be curious what Jack Michaels and Bob Stoffer uh, tweet when it comes to lines because uh, <laughs> they look good the way they are, but they also look good in different ways. So that's fantastic for the Oilers forwards and for the coaching staff. Gene Prince Bay of Sportsnet joining us. Uh, it is the All-Star Weekend, the skills competition going on tonight. Connor McDavid in the uh, fastest skater and yeah. Leon Dreisaitl in accuracy shooting. And then they're going to the Bellagio and then they're playing some blackjack game <laughs> on the strip. Um, <laughs> Vegas is interesting to me and you've been there many times. I've been there only once. Now there's an NHL team. Now there's an NFL team. There likely will be an NBA team at some point yeah. where in the past, it was like, no, 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 we cannot have a sports franchise in Vegas. It's an interesting market because my understanding from my short time there, I was only there, I think, what, was it three, no, four or five days over Christmas a few years ago, and someone said it best there. He said, if you live in Vegas, you're not from Vegas. So <laughs> I, I kind of find it very yeah. interesting how uh, this – franchise the Vegas Golden Knights and obviously their owner Bill Foley is like we have to be on everything and, and win every year and maybe that's a big consideration too but it's uh, it's obviously a consideration everywhere but it's an interesting market but maybe fill in the blanks here and, and it's, it's not your traditional sports city is it? No, and I, and I think we should be very impressed with, with what they've been able to accomplish. I mean, you know, right out of the chute, uh, George McPhee you know, let's make a deal here. The way he continued to make deals to help build his his hockey club through the through the draft, and you know, okay, I'll take these draft picks, and I won't pick player player A, for mm -hmm. example. And I'll be honest with you, Dave. I thought it was kind of a one-off, maybe two-off, but here we are now in 2022, and again, I mean, they're a top team, and and seem to be not afraid to make big moves, right? Big move to get rid of Mark Andre Fleury. Bigger move in some ways to get Jack Eichel. Like they're just, they, they kind of epitomize Vegas, right? Uh, I, I don't think, uh, I, I think if you're the general manager there, you're not you're not staying on your 16s. You're hitting those 16s yeah. if you're at the blackjack table, right? And you're rolling the dice uh, when you're at roulette and all the, you know, like back right. I mean, you're, you're, you're a gambler. Uh, and, and that seems to fit the city that, that they're in. And I, I think the market that they're in, you know, th those fans are, are, you know, I don't think they want to hear, not that any fans want to hear it, but understandably, sometimes you do have to rebuild. Uh, but they don't seem to be in that mode. I, I think Bill Foley's probably at a stage in his life where he's like, I bought this thing for 500 million bucks and I want to win. And I want to win while I'm alive. God bless Bill that he lives, you know, another 25 years, but he's probably going, I paid for this. I want to see it succeed. So I, I can't disagree with him on that for sure. It's a, it's a wonderful sports market. And I think it's kind of underappreciated, right? We don't, we go to Vegas to bet on sports. We don't go there usually to watch sports yeah. in the past. Now that's, that's different. And, and the vibe there, listen, there are some great cities uh, in sports, um, any sport, whether it's overseas, whether it's in North America, but you know, Vegas is Vegas, right? There's just something about it that you cannot 
duplicate. And it seems like that's what they're trying to do with sports, obviously with their football team, um, the basketball team that you and I and others expect to be there at some point. And it's a wonderful city. You know, I, I don't think any of us have spent more than, I think I've been there seven days once for the cup final around right. that amount of time. Uh, but usually, you know, we're in and out and we have a great time and then you, you, you go home and you rest to make up for the rest you didn't have on your trip. So uh, I have lots of time for Vegas and fantastic to see it in the league and for them to be doing, as you mentioned, some of these uh, different approaches to the all-star game and the all-star skills uh, in order to attract, you know, fans all over. And it's it's funny too. I'm just chuckling because I I remember the, the the their first year the Cup final run when they lost in five to the Capitals and you know that's the first time we saw their their wild uh, pregame ceremonies oh. and Michael Buffer introducing both teams and yeah from in, deep inside I'm going this is corny man this is really yeah. corny a lot of people said the same thing but I love how they are comfortable in their own skin and they understand where they are and. Okay, we don't need that in Edmonton, but in Vegas, it fits. Well, Dave, you've been there, right? The competition for the entertainment dollar there is, oh my gosh, right? Like massive. There's, yeah, there's so much to do every single night. There's really no, there's no off season for Vegas. So you, you have to bring that gladiator out, right? You've got to do the, the crank up the siren uh, before the game. You, you, and you have, and the thing is in Vegas, Dave, I mean, you know, they, they bring out uh, Francis, I think it's Nagano there, the UFC champ, right, to, to do the siren. I remember I remember at that at that cup final, like, well, who's going to sing the anthem? Oh, just the Imagine Dragons just drop by, right? Uh, <laughs> they just they have people available to them that are either visiting and, and, and doing their own entertainment in that city, or they're just from there or live there in the offseason. I remember earlier this year, Shania Twain was, was at uh, a game, and so it, listen you cannot you cannot do what they do but that's okay you don't need to do what they do that's what they have to do to to find their success uh, in the stands on the ice in selling jerseys Edmonton does their thing very well and is very successful and that's fine too absolutely Gene Prince Bay of Sportsnet joining us here on 630 Chet Inside Sports Gene known right now for the flowing locks and <laughs> they are flowing and yeah they, they're impressive and <laughs> that's a good word in 16 days you won't have that you won't have those flowing locks explain why well, so, you know, actually, this goes back about five or six or more years now. Jack Michaels one year said, hey, I'm not going to cut my hair this year. And I went, okay, you know what? I'm not going to cut it either. I would periodically let my hair grow a bit. But And then I remember Jack went away for the All-Star break, and I think he went to Florida, and he said with the humidity there, his hair was just kind of like, you know, kind of poofy. So he cut it, and I'm like, wait, you cut it. Uh, so I, I kept it going for the rest of the year. And then, uh, you know, through COVID, I, I think a lot of people have, grown out their hair more than they normally would and so that's what I've done I actually don't remember the last time I cut my hair it's been that long mm -hmm. and so as it continued to grow my initial plan was to cut it during the Olympic break because it's about a three-week window I was going to really get it short and let it grow back in and then suffice to say there was no real Olympic break yeah and I was kind of thinking at some point I gotta cut it and uh, due to my job and through social media things that used to not get much attention end up getting more attention than they're accustomed to. So I thought, well, let's, let's tie this in to something. And I kind of floated the idea with uh, my bosses at Sportsnet and they thought, sure, let, let's 
you know, kind of a cut for charity. And so I decided on the Zebra Center here uh, in Edmonton, it, not just in Edmonton, but, uh, you know, sort of based out of Edmonton. And, you know, they help out uh, kids and youth that have gone through you know, a form of sexual abuse or uh, been through difficult times in their lives. And mm -hmm. so the kids uh, are brought there or go there, and there are people there to help assess what's the best way to help them. And so I thought, you know, it's hard to predict how much you can raise. Uh, there's so many causes, really good causes. Um, so I, I decided to throw one more on on the pile and see if we can make some money out of it and get my hair cut. And then we decided to do it during a game. And so it's we'll see how it builds. But I hope we can just, bottom line, uh, raise some money. And I need a haircut. So let's see if we can uh, do something good out of it. So what can people do to donate uh, to this uh, awesome cause? Well, uh, you know, Dave, thank you for, for the opportunity to, to talk about it and to tell people what they can do. Basically, the easiest way it is to go to zebracenter.ca slash Gene Principe. So zebracenter.ca slash Gene Principe. And on there, there's a, you go to that link and automatically it, it connects you with the opportunity to, to donate. And listen, I, I donate to, to as many things as I can, but we don't, none of us donate to everything all the time. So uh, it's certainly not a, not a, a pushy uh, sales pitch. Uh, just more awareness or awareness uh, that there's something out there for you to do uh, that will maybe make me look better and hopefully make uh, zebracenter.ca look better when it comes to helping kids. Uh, great cause and a pun from Gene Principe. What else would you expect? Yes, great cause uh, on the 20th of this month. The locks are gone in uh, support of the Zebra Center, which is a, a, tre a tremendous organization, as Gene uh, laid out for you. Kellen, you and I goofed. Okay, I we goofed, did goof. and I brought you along with. So <laughs> the fastest gator has been completed. <laughs> it happened right before we went on the air. I had no idea. Anyway, Jordan Cairo of the Blues won. Uh, McDavid finished fourth, but let, let me list off these times. Jordan Cairo, 13.55 seconds. Wow. That won it. Adrian Kempe, 13.585. Mm -hmm. Chris Kreider, who is leading the NHL in goals with 33 with the Rangers, 13.664. Connor McDavid finished fourth, 13.690. So <laughs> that's how close it was. So McDavid, a three-time winner, uh, hasn't won in the last two All-Star games. Jordan Cairo, who a lot of people kind of pegged that yeah th this is uh this is someone you want to watch that he's gonna he's gonna he, he could he could definitely challenge uh Connor mcdavid and he did and uh, mcdavid finishes fourth but boy those times i mean it's just a hair uh separation so that's that is impressive so now they're on to the hardest shot by the way zach marinsky of the columbus blue jackets won the uh the uh fountain skills throw the puck in the circle over the we're over there by the water i don't know what you call it i have no idea fountain face off to, there it is fountain face off anyway it looks very interesting looks very very interesting and um you know give him credit i mean it's not like everyone can do it and uh we saw some uh John, well we saw jonathan huberto plunk about five in the uh in the uh pond there at bellagio uh, but uh, we saw some good stuff too. So skills competition down to the hardest shot. Uh, 6.51, back with more in a moment.
Grand underway at Sakers Acres. The uh, alumni, Heritage Classic alumni game, Oilers and Canadians, and Canadians are up 6-5 early in the third period of play. You can go to edmontonoilers.com, catch the live stream. I know uh, Bob and Jack are there. Tony Brower of Oilers TV is there as well. Uh, the online 50-50 raffle in support of Alberta Lung and NWT's construction of Canada's first lung and health and transplant recovery home called Breathing Space. Uh, Oil Kings down 2-0 to the Saskatoon Blades. That's after one period of play. And uh, Victor Hedman of the Tampa Bay Lightning wins the hardest shot, 103.2 miles per hour. The Elks lose out on the Jeremiah Mazzoli sweepstakes, the former quarterback of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Going to join his former assistant GM with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Sean Burke. Uh, with the Ottawa Red Black. So that does alter the plans for Chris Jones, although he does have a pretty uh, pretty lengthy stable of uh, quarterbacks at the moment. And speaking of quarterbacks, football and all that, we'll talk a lot about it in the uh, second hour of the show. Rashad Janty, former double E, defensive end, two-time breakup champion, former Cincinnati Bengal, and Emmanuel Arsenal, who was signed with the Elks last week. Back with more in a moment. It is Campbell for Wilkie on a Friday night. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. 